What is good, my spiritual sidekicks, my money manifestors, my let's get rich uh, gang, gang, I guess. So super excited to get into today's reading, um, reading from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles. And I, if I remember correctly, the subtitle is The Proven Mental Program to Getting Rich. Mm, today's um, the, the subtitle for today's reading is Getting Into the Right Business. So last week we talked about action, um, efficient action, and I'm super excited. You guys know I love to read these on Thursdays and just leverage Jupiter's energy, everything having to do with business and expansion, um, finances, entrepreneurship, business, right? So let's get into it. It says... Success in any particular business depends for one thing upon your possessing um, in a well-developed state the faculties required in that business. Okay. So it's saying you need to have the well-developed state of the faculties required in that business. Without good musical faculty, no one can succeed as a teacher of music. Without well-developed mechanical faculties, no one can achieve great success in any of the mechanical trades. Without tact and commercial faculties, no one can succeed in mercantile pursuits. But to possess in a well-developed state the faculties required in your particular vocation does not ensure getting rich. There are musicians who have remarkable talent and yet who remain poor. There are blacksmiths, carpenters, and so on who have excellent mechanical ability but who do not get rich. And there are mechanics with good faculties for dealing with men who nevertheless fail. The different faculties are tools. It is essential to have good tools, but it is also essential that the tools should be used in the right way. And he has that in, in like um, capitalized in the right way. One man can take a sharp saw, a, squaw, a square, a good plane, and so on, and build a handsome article of furniture. Another man can take the same tools and set to work to duplicate the article, but his, his production will be a botch. <laughs> he does not know how to use good tools in a successful way. The various faculties of your mind are the tools with which you must do the work which is to make you rich. It is. It will be easier for you to succeed if you get into a business for which you are well equipped with mental tools. Love it. Love how he laid that out. Generally speaking, you will do best in that business which will use your strongest faculties. The one for which you are naturally, and he puts in quotes, best fitted. But... There are limitations to this statement, to this statement also. No man should regard his vocation 
as being irrevocably fixed by the tendencies with which he was born. You can get rich in, and he puts in all caps, any business. For if you have not the right talent, you can develop that talent. It merely means that you will have to make your tools as you go along. Instead of confining yourself to the use of those which, with which you were born, it will be easier for you to succeed in a vocation for which you already have the talents in a well-developed state, but you can succeed in any vocation for you can develop any rudimentary talent, and there is no talent of which you have not at least the rudiment. You will get rich most easily in point of fact if you do that for which you are best fitted. But you will get rich most satisfactorily satisfactorily, <laughs> if you do that which you want to do. So he puts in all caps, right? So it's easy to get rich. Um, you can do that for do that for which you are best fitted, but you will get rich most satisfactorily if you do that which you want to do. Satisfactorily. I had it. Sorry, get that right. Doing what you want to do is life. And there is no real satisfaction in living if we are compelled to be forever doing something which we do not like to do and can never do what we want to do. And it is certain that you can do what you want to do. The desire to do it is proof that you have within you the power which can do it. Hmm. Desire is a manifestation of power. And that's a standalone uh, sentence. It's its own paragraph, if you will. Desire is a manifestation of power. Hmm. So deep. The desire to play music is the power which can play music seeking expression and development. The desire to invent mechanical devices is the mechanical talent seeking expression and development. Where there is no power, either developed or undeveloped, to do a thing, there is never any desire to do that thing. (laughs) And where there is strong desire to do a thing, it is certain proof that the power to do it is strong and only requires to be developed and applied in the right way. All things being equal, it is best to select the business for which you have the best developed talent. But if you have a strong desire to engage in any particular line of work, you should select that work as the ultimate end at which you aim. I really love how he's unfolding this and like really guiding you through Anyways, let's keep going. It says, you can do what you want to do, and it is your right and privilege to follow the business or avocation, which will be most congenial and pleasant. You are not obliged to do what you do not like to do, and you should not do it except as a means to bring you to doing, to the doing of the thing you want to do. 
If there are past mistakes whose consequences have placed you in an undesirable business or environment, you may be obliged for some time to do what you do not like to do. But you can make the doing of it pleasant by knowing that it is making it possible for you to come to the doing of what you want to do. I can totally relate to that. If you feel that you are not in the right vocation, do not act too hastily in trying to get into another one. The best way generally to change business or environment is by growth. Do not be afraid to make a sudden or radical change if the opportunity is presented, and if you feel after careful consideration that it is the right opportunity, that, that it is the right opportunity, but never take sudden or radical action when you are in doubt as to the wisdom of doing so. Y'all, if you've been part of my tribe, you kind of already know what I'm going to say. Given the timing of this reading and the planetary placements going on right now, perfect advice. Let's keep it pushing. <laughs> it says, um, there is never any hurry on the creative plane and there is no lack of opportunity. That is profound. He has those two um, statements stand alone and I'm going to read it again because it really does pop out. It says, there is never any hurry on the creative plane and there is no lack of opportunity. And I think that it's, I really hope that you're soaking that one the way that he wrote it for it to stand out because a lot of the reasons we rush into things is because we think the opportunity is going to pass us by or there's going to be lack. So um, that idea is like there is no lack of opportunity. There will always be opportunities and abundance of opportunities. It says, when you get out of the competitive mind, you will understand that you never need to act hastily. No one else is going to beat you to the thing you want to do. There is enough for all. Oh, you guys, I love that so much because remember, if you're in a creative space versus a competitive space, you are creating your ideas. You are generating your ideas. No one can ever think and approach something the way that you do. They never can and they never will, right? Um, You will have copiers and duplicators, but I just love this so much. It says, no one else is gonna beat you to the thing you want to do. Like, there is enough for all. If one space is taken, another and a better one will be opened for, for you a little further on. There is plenty of time. When you are in doubt, wait. Fall back on the contemplation of your vision and increase your faith and purpose and by all means in times of doubt and indecision, cultivate gratitude. A day or two spent in contemplating the vision of what you want and an earnest thanksgiving that you are getting it will bring your mind into such close relationship with the Supreme that you will make no mistakes when you do act. There is a mind which knows all there is to know, and you can come into close unity with this mind by faith and the purpose to advance in life, if you have deep gratitude. 
Mistakes come from acting hastily or from acting in fear or doubt or in forgetfulness of the right motive. Mm. Which is more life to all and less to none? As you go on in the certain way, opportunities will come to you in increasing number and you will need to be very steady in your faith and purpose and to keep in such close touch with the, and he puts here, all mind by reverent gratitude. Excuse me. Do all that you can. Do all that you can do in a perfect manner every day, but do it without haste, worry, or fear. Go as fast as you can, but never hurry. Remember that in the moment you begin to hurry, you cease to be a creator and become a competitor. You drop back upon the old plane again. Whenever you find yourself hurrying, call a halt. Fix your attention and mental image of things you want and begin giving thanks that you are getting it. The exercise of gratitude will never fail to strengthen your faith and renew your purpose. You know, if you know, you know, um, I'm just going to keep this short, sweet and to the point. I think that this one is just really going to be a reading. I think that I would recommend this. If I didn't before for Aries, I think that this is so beautiful, the timing again, too. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to do with you being an Aries son or in a certain house or in your communication or Mercury or whatever, with Jupiter or whatever. This is just really across the board for everyone. I think that this is a beautiful chapter to just reflect on because, you know, we struggle about when to shift gears, really, you know, should I move? Should I stay back? Should I go faster? Should I slow down? Should I go there at all? Um, especially when it comes to making decisions about our business and our enterprises, right? And these are really great guidelines. So I think I'm just going to leave it at that. If I think of anything else, I might write it down in the um, episode description. But I hope that this was a blessing for you. I hope that it's still somewhat still early enough in the day that you can still listen to it. Um, But again, you know, at this point, once it's uploaded, it's there for the taking and there for the revisiting. I also want to remind you, you can get your own copy on Amazon for like $3.97. You can um, listen to the audiobook um, in your car as you're commuting. It's only like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, you can also download the PDF if you go to um, thesecret.tv. So hope you're blessed. Peace.